From the Ugly Parrot Studios in Newcastle, California, the Loom Cigar Cartel presents Beyond the Humidor, a cigar podcast for the rest of us. Hey everybody, welcome back. Scott Robinson with you here on Beyond the Humidor with another installment of us smoking cigars, talking crap and having a good time. I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to the gents who are beside me here. How you doing there, Greg? Can't complain by the 405 freeway in... El Segundo, California. Wow. Why are you guys trying to confuse everybody? That's Southern California. Uh, It'd be most more most the of 80. them don't even know what that is. As far as they're concerned, California is California. Yeah, yeah, we're all true. communists out here for most of these people. Very much. <laughs> so to answer your question, I'm, you know, I can't complain. It's Friday. We all made it through another work week. Nobody died. Hell, that's good. This week. But uh, other than that, how about you, man? Yeah, it's uh, it's been a rough couple of weeks, but uh, you know we're cruising through. This is our uh, this is our power through time from here to the end of the year. So. It's just, uh, you know, 40 speeds forward from here on out. But, Amen to that. You know, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, so that's a good thing. Yeah, but the light's a freaking train. Yeah. yeah, you know, but it's parked right now. <laughs> we should probably mention, you know, we're not, uh, aside from the intro, welcome to Larry's office. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're about uh, 60 feet from a major thoroughfare on the other side of this door here. In a building that was built in 1936, so it's not real airtight and not real quiet. Sorry, but you know this is what we get for recording on a uh, on a Friday afternoon instead of a Saturday morning. We'll explain why a little later. Yeah, but let's go ahead and get into just you know just jump in. Let's talk about the cigar of the month or cigars in this case. Exactly, and um, we are smoking um, some stuff off the Tatawahe line. Being as October and it's Halloween, we decided to start um, pick up the Skinny Monster um, out of um, Tatawahe. 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 Jesus, he can't pronounce Criollo. He can't pronounce Nicaragua. Now it's Tatawahe. I don't know What's why you next? keep letting him try. I know. So, Pete, we apologize. When you come and join us on the show, I'll leave him out. <laughs> Woo! And the hits just keep on coming. <laughs> now, see, the classic thing would have been said, we're going to sit him down and teach him with little flashcards. How long have you How long have you known me? Classy's not in my vocabulary. There we go. Right on the other side of the camera, we got tot to Tatowahe. Is everyone happy now? No. No, you weren't born unhappy. I mean, I was, uh, yeah, exactly. It's probably the hairline. So, it, yeah, that started running away early. So, so Scott, I, I know that there's like nine or ten different, um, nine or ten different Tatawahes uh, in the Skinny Monster line. There's a lot of them, and, and Pete keeps adding to them. Right, he does one every year. Um, I myself, I'm smoking the Drac, which came out in 2009. It was really glorious getting it out of my humidor, and it was in cello, and the cello was just dark. Oh, that's fantastic. As it just sat there and aged. Yeah. Hmm. And I know there's, you know, their last year's release was the Karloff, mm -hmm. which I don't know if either of you two smoked it, but it was wonderful. Um, I have not. You know, it, it, and the series keeps expanding. It started with the Frank, and then there was a Bride of Frankenstein, there was... Uh, the, which was the bride? Then there was the, the Drac, the Chuck, the face. That's what I got right here is a face, a Mexican San Andreas. Um, 
I'm not really, I'm looking at their description here on the website. I'm not really getting the milk chocolate. Um, definitely the oak and the pepper for sure. Um, and I'm not, this, this is a six. These are all six by 38 cigars, yep. which is not typically my wheelhouse ring gauge wise. But man, I'll tell you what, um, I've been on this a little bit longer than I, I lit up uh, right when uh, right when I closed up shop. So I've been on this one a little longer than these two guys. And man, I, I like this cigar a lot. Um, I'm getting a lot of flavor out of it, a lot of, uh, lot of draw. And I did a very, very minimal cut on this. And it's, yeah, this is a great stick. I'm real happy with it. Well, doing the drag, it's um, Habano, Ecuador, Maduro, um, wrapper-wise, and the rest of it is Nicaraguan. Um, binder, filler, and it's pretty good. I mean, you know, you mentioned the notes of chocolate. I'm getting a little bit of chocolate off of this, just very subtle. Okay. I notice, and, and to get to what I've got, because these two have Lanceros, so the new release i sound like i'm echoing something awful you're not you're not you're good, good, good over here so um still getting used to these wireless mics and i am a little bit incompetent so bear with me a little um, <laughs> you listen hondurian <laughs> you set that one up so, don't blame me too true so um the new release for the skinny monster series is a little bit of an odd one this year uh, as you can see, these two are smoking Lanceros, and I've got a freaking full-size Churchill. So this is the Frank Redux 1. It's a renewed um, return of the Frank cigar. Um, the first one was, of course, in the Lancero. This one is not. Um, uh, forgive me one second. Did you just say Redux? That's what it's, the cigar is called. Redo. It's French. Oh, Redo. I'm not French. I'm English. <laughs> And therein lies the problem. So redo, <laughs> redux, redo, whatever. Sorry, Pete. I don't have to be on the program either. It'll just be you and Larry. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure Pete will love that. <laughs> Buckle up, Pete. <laughs> so uh, the, the interesting thing about this version of the Frank, it is a Maduroed Connecticut broadleaf. Okay. Um, Nicaraguan binder and filler. It's a 7 and 5 eighths by 49. So it's considerably larger than the Oh, yeah, others. absolutely. Um, it is box pressed. Negative Ghost Rider. Uh, <laughs> it's listed as a double Corona, and and I would tend to. It's a little bit small for double Corona, but that's fine. It, its size is subjective. <laughs> um, but aren't they all? Yes. So what I like is you know we were talking about this in the lounge yesterday with Dutch because uh, he was smoking it when I was doing the research smoke for the show. Okay. And. It's just a good solid Maduro. You don't have the, um, you don't have the pepper forward that you would expect from Dominican tobacco because of the Nicaraguan. So it's smooth. It's got a, a, an undertone of creaminess with that that Connecticut broadleaf that's been Maduroed. All in all, you know, it, it's just a good quality Maduro. It's it's what I look for in a Maduro because I'm not into full bodied for the most part. So yeah. it's perfect. So hey, here's a here's a neat tidbit. I'm scrolling around uh, trying to find uh, different reviews on this face that I'm smoking, and I clicked on a on another review from a uh, cigar 
periodical that will remain remain nameless. The last one I read said oak and black pepper. This is the exact same cigar, same ring gauge, same everything. Caramel and hickory. <laughs> this, is, this is why this is what cracks me up about this. I, you know, it is what it is to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and that's why I typically don't read reviews on stuff that I'm going to smoke unless we're going to talk about it. Then I want to see kind of what what's going on. But if I yeah. just pick something up out of, uh, you know, out of the shop or you know somebody gives me a cigar. I don't typically look it up too much mm-hmm. because I want to get my own opinion of it, yeah. and I don't get I don't get hickory caramel at all out of this. So I mean, it's whatever, I guess. Well, yeah, the flavor profile for the drag is black pepper, earth, chocolate, and a slight Maduro sweetness. I'm getting the hints of chocolate and maybe a little bit of pepper, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But still, a good flavor profile. And, of course, drinking my drink today, it's an 805 beer. Well, and, and you know, we talked about this on a podcast way back when in the beginning of this series. Reviews are subjective. Yeah. Well, and so, everybody's got an opinion, and, it's, and a, sar- a cigar is going to hit you different. Right. Depending on, you know, if it's the first thing in the morning, if it's, you know, the end of the day. You know, have you had a meal? What did you have? I mean, it, it, there's so many variables. But, uh, yeah, it's just... What I look for really is, you know, how's the draw on it? Are you getting a good amount of smoke? Um, you know, and that's that's typically how I break it down. You know, if it's if it's got a good right. full bodied, um, this is kind of I guess the face is supposed to be more of a a medium to medium to dark. I wouldn't give it that. I would give it maybe yeah. uh, a light to medium. Um, to me, this is this is right at medium. There's no okay. there's no dark to it, in in my opinion. But uh, yeah, it's I would definitely pull some more of these. This is a great stick, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to smoking that one. Greg gave me uh, gave me one of these, but I already had this fired up and going. So, ha! <laughs> it's it's a good cigar, and you know if I like a Maduro, it's it's good for me. Right on. Well, let's just get into it. Um, reason why we're recording on a Friday versus Saturday morning is um, we are going to be going to a memorial tomorrow for a fallen friend of ours. And I'm going to let you take this over a little bit, my friend. Oh, we're not playing any Sarah McLaughlin? I should have been on the ball, huh? No. Wow. No, that's for animals. Oh. Well, we, it, 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 it could work. No. No. It's Craig. No. So... <laughs> <laughs> the long story short, folks, not to drag this out into a long story, is um, Craig Stevens has been a friend of ours, the three of us, since as long as I can remember going to the lounge. Yeah. Um, he was a regular smoker at the lounge. We did a lot of parties at his place, barbe- excellent barbecuer, uh, poker groups, things like that. Um, and he's a longtime supporter of the show as well. And uh, he passed away, sadly, on the 27th of September from complications from COVID. Um, at 36 years old. So we just want to take a few minutes and, and talk about Craig. And, and uh, you know, I was thinking about what I was going to talk about for the memorial service tomorrow. Right. And, you know, everybody's going to say the general excellent father, which he was, uh, great friend, good human being, things like that. But it's a celebration of life. And funerals, of course, are for the living. So I think there should be some humor in this. I got one for you. He was a hell of a chicken chaser. 
Wait, wait, what? Wait, okay. Whoa, now, okay. Now, wait a minute. Wait a gotcha. Minute. So, um, chicken I don't know. Chaser. Hold on, I'm going to explain Chicken Chaser. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting. <laughs> so about three years ago, maybe even a little longer, uh, Craig's parents' house, they had a big, giant, enclosed chicken coop, covered run. You guys remember seeing yes, that? Yes, yes. Okay. The okay. Yeah. House, yes. So, so mom, mom was tired of, of dealing with the chickens, and... Craig had posted something or it said something. I think he put something on Facebook and then said something in the lounge about, you know, they didn't know what they were going to do with these chickens. So my wife and I, I'm like, hey, man, we'll we'll, uh, we'll rehome those chickens for you, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> so we roll over there with two dog crates one morning. And now these are in a, a contained space, right? You go in, you close the door, these things can't get out. But this is like a 16 by 24 foot in contained space. It's a coop. Yeah. Holy it's not a coop, it's a McMansion. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> if, we if we'd have been filming this, we could have retired. Because he and I, it, it, Sherry's in there, she's got the like dog crate thing. And, you know, when the, I don't remember, there was quite a few of them. I mean, we got quite, quite a few of these chickens. And, you know, the more there are, the easier it is to grab one going by. You know what I'm saying? But when you got it down the last, like, two, whew, it was, it was like boot camp, man, chasing these things around. So that, <laughs> I, I will never forget that. And Craig, we get done, and he's like, man, that really sucked. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but look, look at the bright side. You don't ever have to do this again. True. He's like, yeah, I'm thinking about tearing this down. <laughs> so... Well, there were two things. Craig was my my hunting buddy for years. There's your gener your uh, compressor we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. um, he was my hunting buddy for about seven years. And uh, there's two things to know about Craig and hunting. One, he was better at it than you. No, he was just as bad as it as I was. <laughs> Only thing he shot is a turkey. I shot plenty of those. So one, do not occupy a small two man tent with Craig after a meal. And I'm not talking just beans, any freaking meal. Man just about drove me out of the tent. Second. You're not gonna tell this story at the, at the memorial, are you? Not that one, no. Okay. Whew. Second. I have a third one I'll tell in a little bit here, but um, second one, okay. This was Craig's idea of hunting, okay. He and I are sitting on a ridge top. I'm, if I'm Craig, I'm on the, uh, myself, I'm on the other side of the tree facing that way, watching the other ridge, and he's on this side. Well, he's got his gun laid across his lap, his head's down, his arms are crossed, and he's sound asleep. Waiting for him to get closer? There was nothing to wait for, but he's sound asleep, right? That's how he deer hunts. He snores. This is why we never shot nothing. Yeah, that's No, why. yeah, that's okay. <laughs> So I decided because Scott and I didn't come out there with a plastic lawn ornament. That's why you didn't yes. shoot nothing. So I decided, okay, let's wake him up. Uh oh, no shoot. So I decide, I pull up my rifle, I bolt chamber around, and I fire off a freaking round out of my two seventy and wake the gods and Craig. <laughs> <laughs> he came out of came up out of that sleep like somebody kicked him. I still remember the time he came into the lounge. He had just got his back worked on. Mm -hmm. And so he's in the back brace and barely, you know, hardly moving. Anything he does, like breathe, causes pain. Now, that's a trooper. He comes to Cigar Lounge in pain. 
Yeah, in the doing the Frankenstein walk and that back brace too, oh, yeah. man. With a cane. Yeah. Oh yeah. So being the kind friends that we are, <laughs> we're trying to let, let me qualify this for just a second. He said, don't do this or this will happen. That's true. So don't make me laugh. So, of course, what do we do? We start telling jokes. You had some of the best ones that night. And I probably cannot repeat them here. No. I will just say this. At the end of the joke, which was... Damn, that bitch could drive. <laughs> he was laughing so hard. I mean, have you ever seen somebody laughing so hard and in so much pain at the same time? Yeah, I have now. <laughs> and um, he was a fellow Harley rider. So um, once or twice we got together and, you know, did a few um, short rides on a nice, clean, crisp, sunny Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when he became a dad, you know, didn't get a chance to, and I still regret that. Yeah, yeah. but you know, fatherhood changes things. You, you oh, have absolutely. less time for for other pursuits, and and that's okay. Yeah. And uh, the very first time that he and he and my buddy Roy joined me for deer camp. Now Scott will tell you because he got the same speech. I explained to everybody that you better prepare for the worst, and hopefully we have good weather. We didn't have good weather. So, so those two, Craig this, and... Is this when they drove to Cabela's to buy, like, gear? Yeah. <laughs> so they spend the night. It's raining. It's cold. It actually dropped to 17 degrees that night. It started snowing up at the top and was raining where we were at. Jeez. And so Roy and Craig didn't sleep a wink because they weren't prepared. So we all bundle into the car, and we go out over to Reno, which is only 45 minutes from Deer Camp, into Cabela's, and they buy some more equipment, and we come back. On the way back, we stop at a restaurant that you have dined at, Oh, you have not. That's a bad idea, brother. We stop at Taco Jalisco up in Truckee. Now, mind you. Oh, I know where that is, yeah. Yeah. And the food is off the hook. Good food. When you're in a campsite... It's Mexican food. That is not really a campsite, so if you want a throne, you better bring it with you. And you're the last person in that throne after Mexican food the next day. Craig suffered horribly. And we thought it was hysterical. I can't tell that one at the funeral either. No, no. I, I want I, to, but I, I would can't. suggest not. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you know, I, I, for one, miss him a lot. You know, Larry and I were... We're uh, together. We were doing a celebrity golf, not a celebrity, a charity golf tournament that morning when we got the news, and it kind of took the wind out of our sails for a couple hours. But uh, yeah, it definitely changed the uh, the whole uh, the whole mood of the morning. That's mm-hmm. for sure. And uh, no, he was Greg, He was a solid dude all the yeah, way around. Um, you know, one of those people when you walk in the uh, walk in the cigar shop, and he's one of the guys sitting there. You know it's going to be a good evening. Oh yeah, and uh, definitely. It's uh, not to mention when he calls up and says, "Hey, I'm having a barbecue next weekend." Oh yeah, yeah. that cat could barbecue. Yep. That cat gave Pat run for his money on our previous show, cigars. Oh yeah. Yep. No, definitely, uh, definitely going to be missed, and uh, you know. It's a hard loss, man. Yeah, it is. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, he's, he's a young guy, man. I mean, 
just you don't think about that and, and until it happens and it's just like wow well, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, and the kick in the nuts is, I think I think yesterday was his three-year wedding anniversary. Yesterday yeah. was his three-year wedding anniversary, yes. And we were all there. Yeah. You know, so. Not even that's what got me is the picture of Craig and I in our suits. Yeah. Not my brother Craig, not Craig. Because Craig's Craig Stevens' suit was way nicer than mine. <laughs> way nicer. He had a custom-made suit for his wedding. Tailored a lot different. Well, of course. It was beautiful. It wasn't bell-bottom. No. Mine has to be bell-bottom. I'm fat. <laughs> Woo. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Yeah. It so, is what it is. So that's our tomorrow morning. And we're going to go and, you know, pay our respects to a friend and to his family. And... Move forward to life. Yeah. Because yep. that's what you got to do. The yep. big blue marble keeps on turning, baby. Yep. And then go have some lunch and uh, talk more shit about Craig. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. So probably it would not be apropos of me to tell that joke that made him laugh hysterically at his <laughs> No, that's probably not a good one either. Not at the yeah. funeral, no. Okay, just... To let you guys know, I, I don't intend on going anywhere. Almost a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking that maybe I was. But, you know, when I kick the bucket, whenever that is, you guys can be as inappropriate as you'd like. Don't worry. <laughs> we will. But, but you also have to realize, Larry and I have somebody to answer to higher than you. That's true. But I don't think she'd mind. Probably huh. not. He says with a grin. <laughs> they'll, bury, they'll bury you and I next to Yeah, Scott yeah they're plotting our death over there. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, not, okay. that's awfully nice of you, Scotty. I'm, ah, no, that's okay. I'm going to have a little envelope to have someone read it when you tell it and go, Gotcha, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> My last dig from the grave. <laughs> well, are you going to be buried or cremated? Wow. Okay, not to be morbid, but this is a funny story. So, tiny wife and I have had this discussion. She is cremate me, and you know, I was like thinking, okay, I, you know, need a lot fewer pallbearers. <laughs> She's five saying. foot two. I can carry her to Slurpee. No, man, not her. You. you. Oh well, yeah. Well, and it's stupid. But it's like, I don't want to get burned up. What if I'm in the box and I'm not dead and I'm like, I'm not dead. Then it's going to be a short trip. <laughs> I can't even complete that statement. No. Ooh. You know where I was going. Yeah, I know where you're going. I just think, I just think it'd be damn funny, you know, bringing a coffin in. You got like eight guys, four on each side. And then the Home Depot flatbed orange cart holding the back end of the coffin as it rolls <laughs> in. With that one wonky wheel, you know, like the grocery cart. <laughs> I'm not that freaking big. Well, you know, if he gets cremated, we'll make sure Sue gives us a small portion. We'll have our friend Scotty Cameron make us some shotgun shells with his ashes in it so we can do it, take him out and have one last blast. There we go. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll deal with I wanna that. Go, I want to go. No, 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 man. I'm taking my part of the ashes up to that glass shop in Reno. I'm going to have him make it into a shot glass. <laughs> there you go. We're going to have a blast every time, brother. Russian standard. Ooh, yeah. Russian cool. standard glass. Yeah, yeah, I've been pretty much personified as the um, company drunk, so... That's what we're going to put your your ashes in, is a Russian standard bottle. There you go. 
Hey, there, Sue, put that on the counter. <laughs> oh, don't drink that one. Shake, give it a shake every now and then. Yeah. Don't drink it. It's a great meat rub. <laughs> <laughs> you people suck. <laughs> We're aware. <laughs> Woo. Oh, man. All right, well, I'm pretty sure that went full circle. Yeah, it pretty much did. <laughs> man. But to answer your question, the short trip to Grandma's house is, I'll probably be cremated. Yeah. But something funny came out of that when Sue and I were talking about it. I was like, okay, yeah, because she was like, well, you know what? You know, we have to write down what our plans are when we kick the bucket. I said, I already know the plan for you is. And she's like, what? You've said it 20 million times, cremate it. And you either want me to take you out to Newport Beach, California, by the gazebo, let the ashes out, or go to Italy and, you know, put the ashes out. And she says, well, don't take your new girlfriend with you. And I looked at her, it's like, what kind of monster do I look like? It's like, you know. The guy girlfriend. that would take his new girlfriend to Italy <laughs> yeah, with some ashes in his carry-on bag. Yep. That's the kind of monster you look like, my brother. <laughs> Just the thought of that. Hey, baby. Sorry, Sue. Hey, baby, we're going to go out to Italy. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, we're going to go, like, take the ashes of my dead wife and, you know, put them out in a field somewhere in Italy or, you know, off the um, Amalfi Coast. Or right next to the plane when we're getting off. <laughs> I couldn't even get that out. Sweetie, I will not do that. <laughs> Truly, I will not do that. Gene yeah, 70-30. No, no, no. <laughs> Gene and I will take your ashes to Newport Beach and we'll let them out on the coast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop a minute. Who? Her Who's... best friend, Gene. Oh. Ah. All right. Good save. Yes. Mary Jean. All right. <laughs> Whew. No. All what right. kind of monster do I look like? I don't know. What are our options? Yeah. <laughs> you got flashcards? What are we talking about here? <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, I got a couple quick uh, shout-outs I want to run. Actually, so do I, so please continue. Okay. Um, I took last Friday off. We did a uh, we did a three-day weekend, went down to uh, North County, North San Diego County. That's where I grew up. And we, uh, we land right at a little place on the Strand, right across from the ocean. And this is the first time in about three or four trips down there that I was able to park close enough that I felt I could walk that distance without having a heart attack to... Uh, um, Cigar Grotto, uh, Greg and Dee, Dee down there. I want to throw a shout out to them. They've had that place. I think we're coming up on 23 years now. They're right on Coast Highway. It's a it's a neat little place. They got uh, they got a small walk, you know, smaller walking humidor than what we're used to here at, at our local lounge. But he's got a great selection, and they're great people. Um, Greg's not. Uh, he wasn't too excited about uh, doing a call in, but. Uh, uh, he's pretty sure Didi will call in and talk to us. Right on. So when we walked out of that place, and I wasn't, I didn't think about mentioning this until I started talking about Cigar Grotto. Literally across Coast Highway from Cigar Grotto is a Louisiana Southern barbecue place. Yeah. And it is a rough looking little like hole in the wall bar that does barbecue that's called That Boy Good. I don't know how you get any more southern Louisiana than that, <laughs> but we go in there and it's it. There's stuff all over the walls and there's Saints, you know, New Orleans Saints stuff, and they're playing, you know, they're playing that that the blues, you know, that Delta blues music. And, oh yeah. And they, we had we had a couple appetizers. The stuff was off the hook. They got beers on tap. They got a full bar, but uh, backing up a day. 
to Friday when we got into town, we stopped at a place on Coast Highway that's called Pacific Coast Spirits. Um, Ashley, shout out to Ashley, who was behind the bar, kind of gave us the whole rundown. Um, it is a micro distillery. Uh, they distill right there on site, right on Coast Highway, uh, and they make some incredible craft drinks uh, with their uh, with their own distilled products. And uh, it was it was an awesome. We had uh, we had an appetizer there. Food was great. Um, you know the the staff was great. We had a great time there. It's definitely someplace we're going to go back to. Yeah, and I know you were telling me about it, and that wasn't going to be where you had dinner, but you hit those appetizers. And no, like, no, man, at that, at that, yeah, because this was like mid-afternoon. We were just going to throw down an appetizer and then, you know, see about what we we're going to do for dinner. Right. And we ordered catfish and popcorn shrimp, and it was all what the two of us could do to get through those two appetizers. We were stuffed when we left that place, and, it, and the food was amazing, man. So they got two locations in Oceanside. Um, that boy good. This one was right on Pacific Coast Highway, um, right at uh, right by Mission. So yeah, it was it was really good. It, it's it's weird going down there now because I've been gone for so long. They've changed so many things. Per capita, San Diego County. Uh, what uh, what one of the uh, craft beer places was telling me is they have more ca- craft breweries in San Diego County than just about anywhere else in the country. They're number three Wow, for craft breweries and they're just everywhere. And there's some great, there's some great places. You got Belching Beaver out in, uh, out in Vista that we were at the last time around. Okay. Um, but yeah, if, uh, if you ever end up, you know, down there for a business trip, you're going to be down there for a couple of days. Um, just, you know, get on Google and start looking around. Cause there's some great places. There's some great restaurants and some, you know, a lot of cool stuff you can do down there, even though there's like 28 million people and there's no place to park, but <laughs> we had a good time either way. Nice. Nice. Well, camera monkey, have we shifted over to me now? Yes. Okay. Wow. So we got, I got two, two shout outs for you. One, one you've heard before, but, um, you know, Josh is a great friend of, of mine and, and we'll become both of yours when we head up there. Um, are we taking the camera monkey when we do that? Uh, possibly. Okay. To the vault in Idaho, my Trip friend. To Idaho. Are you allowed to leave uh, the state? That ankle <laughs> monitor might be a problem. Ah. Uh, no. So anyway, um, no ankle monitor. Or no, you can't leave the state. Delete episode, delete episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh runs the vault. You've heard this before. It's in Meridian, Idaho. It is the best hands-down cigar lounge in uh, in Idaho. Not that there's many, but thank God he's there. Full bar. Sarah, the bartender back there, is a great, uh, great mixologist, and uh, his humidor is truly boutique. Come visit. Stop. Do not use the term mixologist you freaking liberal remember he is a bartender back up back up back up Hmm. i will use whatever term she tells me to use because she makes my drinks i was talking to tommy today our number one fan and he had mentioned that she actually has a degree in mixology as a bartender i'm done no 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 no. i'm done i'm asking your expertise lawrence Unless she's got one crooked tooth from getting punched in the mouth, 
she ain't a bartender. I mean, I haven't met this girl. Mixology, maybe that's something new. I'm old. Mixology, <laughs> degree in mixology. Back in my, 30 years ago, man, I was doing this. Back in my day, if you had a degree in mixology, that means you woke up on the bar one morning after your shift. If that, and, and by that definition, I'm a, I've got a master's. So, you know. No, I mean, hey, I'll drink any place somebody's pouring. I ain't scared. Well, and, and we'll be up there. Um, it's funny. You know, Josh Josh is like, I don't know what, what, what you want me on the show for. I'm like, dude, you're cool. you got stories that we've never heard before, so tell us some stories, Josh. But when you're traveling through Meridian, Idaho, check out Josh. Um, he was kind enough to put our uh, advertising on his advertising board up there, and uh, I advertise for him on this program. So second shout-out is a group on Facebook, 19,000-plus members right now. It is the Not Gentlemanly Cigar Group. Um, they are a lot of fun. I talked to their uh, founder, Chris Laporte, the other day, asked him, hey, is it okay if I post the podcast link on your Facebook profile? And he's like, yeah, absolutely, go for it. I love when people um, that are creating cigar-based anything um, put their stuff up on my group, so please feel free. And uh, if you have not uh, checked that group out, check them out. It's a bunch of dudes that are literally just like us. That's one of the reasons I reached out to them. It's, it's, you know, blue collar workers. Yeah. Right. Blue collar. Shut up. White collar. Anyway, whatever. It's guys like us. So Scott, awkward silence. What else you got? (laughs) But, uh, check out that group and join. It's pretty cool. What are you looking you at? don't have a two by four anywhere on your No, dude. no, no. I'm just looking at his pedicure. <laughs> God, blue collar. Blue collar mixology. The what the happened to you, thing man? You've seen to blue collar is that collar on that shirt. Yeah. Well, what are we then? Who? Us. I'm, we a, corporate, do... I'm a corporate wage slave, so. Well, so am I technically. I'm just I'm just carrying the carrying the ball for the man here, your governor, Gavin Newsom. <laughs> doing what little I can, Governor. Still shaking that bush, boss. Still shaking that bush. <laughs> Any of y'all that are in California, have heard about California, will understand what that means. About every fifteen minutes this governor does something stupid, makes the rest of us look foolish. <laughs> I got people from out of state texting me. What y'all doing now? Shut up, leave me alone. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're an evil business owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, need to pay your fair share, sir. Yeah, I'm I'm part of the capitalist uh, machine. So, yeah. Oh well, I'm okay with it. I figure as long as one of us is reasonable. Hey, we gotta we gotta back up for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah, right at the vault. Yes. Okay, Sarah. I know you're probably gonna listen to this. Um, don't take any of this personally. I'm an asshole to everybody. Um, <laughs> you either get used to it or you don't. But uh, if you've been in the business a while, I'm probably like middle of the road for assholes, typically in the bar business. So, uh, you know, I look forward to meeting you. And, uh, yeah, I'm like I said, if, if you're pouring, I'm drinking. So let's do this. I don't well, even need to say that. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure. We, I've got enough mics. We'll make sure that when we do the episode that we get her on, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah. We got to arrange that sooner rather than later. As long as we can get up there, as long as we get a clear weekend, the road's not bad even in the winter. It's just 
we can't go when there's going to be a storm coming. Right. Hey, right. we can't get over the mountains. Yeah. Scott, how are you? Uh, how are you doing on that, man? Pretty good. You know, with some of these um, smaller gauges, mm -hmm. I hesitate sometimes because sometimes the tobacco gets so hot on the end. You know, when you're coming down to the end, yeah. where it changes the you know flavor of it to the point where, and this is not the case in this um, tatuaje. Is that okay? It only gets hot if you hotbox the cigar and smoke it in 30 minutes. Three words for you. Fuck you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And the hits just keep How's on that? Yeah. Hotbox that, bitch. Uh. <laughs> so, you were saying... As I was saying, Gregory... Before, <laughs> before he was so rudely interrupted... By Sir, by Sir I mean, Charles of Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We're going to put that on the shirt. Yeah. Okay. Go watch Brit Box. <laughs> yeah, I totally screwed up his Christmas gift this year because I bought my own subscription. Anyway, as I'm coming towards the end of this cigar, I'm still getting a lot of good flavor to it. I'm still getting the subtle chocolate. It's not burning too hot. And it's still pretty pleasant. I wouldn't say it's consistent. A little bit of profile changes as far as the chocolate notes go. I'm getting a little bit more of it. Um, less pepper, though, which is weird. Yeah, you'd think there'd be more pepper. That's that. It's not as uh, not as oaky, but uh, you can see what I got left here, and it's already getting hot. So, mm -hmm. uh, and that's one. That's my problem with smaller ring gauge cigars too. Um, is you know, I like that you get a lot of flavor out of them, yeah. but you seem like you're tossing, you know, a decent amount of cigar too. Because I just I don't smoke them when they get too hot. I'll mm -hmm. do, I'll do probably four or five more draws off of this, and then that's it. It's got to go. Yeah. Well, and that's what I think too is is the differences between everybody's palate and what they like. Because I usually prefer a smaller ring gauge. Um, but you're absolutely right. Well, and you're not typically smoking a smaller ring gauge right down to here either, are you? I mean, you, you Usually get... I get it to where I, I can just barely hold on to it. Okay, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get that far on this. But... That's why I didn't take the band off, because I don't think I'm going to get to the band. No, there's no way I'm getting to the band on this one. I'll probably do about another inch. And that's nothing, you know, and that's nothing against the, the, the cigar. Oh, you hell know, no. The, you know, no. The, this is still a... An incredible flavor. It's it's got a lot of flavor. It's just, you know, the uh, the size of it just is not conducive to smoking that thing down to your fingertips. For me personally, at least. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, I I was not able to get the original Frank, so I don't have a comparison base between the old one and the new one. But it's I'm only I'm not even halfway through this thing yet, and it's it's consistent, smooth. It's not harsh. It's not bitter. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm with Larry at a certain point. I'm not a fan of the box press cigar, um, because they're awkward, but <laughs> shut up. But, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where, where it's a consistent, good smoke. And it's something that, you know, if you're into limited releases, because that's what the little monsters are. Certain ones, like this one, the, the, the Karloff that was last year, it only is made in certain quantities. When they're gone, they're gone. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, um, they do one a year. Yeah. So, Well, those, the Drac, the certain other ones, he 
continues to make and releases them every year on Halloween. But yeah. certain ones like these two, the Karloff, which was, of course, after Boris Karloff, the famous actor, um, those are one-time runs. And um, in fact, some friends of ours um, last year, Matt and Garrett on How About That Cigar. Yeah. Um, if you go onto their page, shameless plug for you guys, um, go onto their, their website and you can look at the past episodes. You can actually go back to that episode where they interview Pete Johnson and talk about the Karloff. It was really neat to hear his process on how he decides on the flavor profiles to, to augment. There we go. That's a Harley. Yep. Oh, and, and not a shameless plug at all, guys. We'll expect a little something extra in our envelope this week. Yes, we Just will. Just saying. But uh, go check them out, too. They're cool. Good times, man. Mm-hmm. Good times. Anything else we want to talk about? I think we're. Uh, I think we've about hit the hit the nail on the head for this. I week. think so, but you know what? And you haven't seen it yet. I want to compare notes when you watch the new James Bond. Okay. We won't do that this episode, but um, you realize it's going to be a while because I'm going to wait till it goes out of the theater. So hey, I may be the last one to catch this train, but uh, my youngest Pat has got me uh, watching uh, Yellowstone. That's one I want to catch. You're yep. not. You're not the last one because I haven't even. Started. I haven't either. Okay. But I want to see it. So yeah, he uh, he fired it up uh, last week. I think we're. I think we've done three episodes now. Um, yeah, don't plan on doing something else. Uh, you know, around the house and have that on in the background. That's one you got to sit down. Yeah. Know, have a drink. Focus on. Yeah, because it's a. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's a lot of a lot of information for an hour, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> So far, you know, we're I'm digging it. I like it. Uh, you know, give give you some diversion. Um, did anybody watch the uh, watch game five last night? I watched part of it. I unfortunately had to work today, but um, I heard that the there was a quite controversial call. Yeah, the the, the game ended on a. Uh, on an umpire's call on whether whether it was a swing or not, and I I thought it was a swing. It was. Um, I know there's some people you know that that didn't think it was a swing. I am just disappointed that you have 209 game winning teams, and that's how that series was decided. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I had heard something today, and. Big surprise. I'm actually going to comment on baseball right now. But the whole idea, the fact that it came up as a swing was because the batter broke his wrist. And that is the definition and of a swing. And that's a swing. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing, too, to think about is is when you're... Now, mind you, my experience in officiating baseball is little league, not professional. But the rules are somewhat similar. Um, when the wrist breaks, you've presented the bat. You also have to think about when you come around to your swing if you're coming around even if the bat stays it doesn't present square to the plate if your wrists are going over the bag over home plate and you're you're presenting into the plate that's still, that's still the way swing. the rules written can be interpreted as a swing and that's where the the controversy is yeah gotcha um i've seen the video um one of my co-workers who's been a guest on the show uh, Paul is vehemently opposed to thinking I'm wrong, and I think he's wrong, and, and cool, we, we agree on disagreeing, but 
it, 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 you're absolutely right. That was not the way that series should have ended. Yeah, that, you know, I mean, just about anything else could have happened. And, you know, I think, I think both sides, regardless of which way it went, would have been more comfortable with that. You know, props to the Dodgers. You guys had, a, you know, congratulations on moving on. The Giants, I mean, you guys had an awesome season. <clears throat> they got one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. And he's a local uh, guy. Yeah, he was. He played at Rockland High School right down the road here. Um, and uh, I'm not a huge baseball guy. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I grew up in San Diego, so Let's I can... That's you root for the Padres. <laughs> I can't even watch my team on TV, okay? Yeah, they get bumped by hockey. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, it was... Uh, uh, we went and, and grabbed a sandwich last night. So one TV had the uh, had game five. One TV had uh, Thursday night football. So I'm kind of bouncing back and forth, which is great for my ADD. So uh, yeah, it was a good time. And uh, like I said, I look forward to seeing the NLCS. I think that'll be a good series. Mm-hmm. But the the real challenge, uh, Walsh, Pat Walsh, and I were talking about at the lounge. He's ecstatic, by the way. Yeah, oh, I saw him today. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he runs a pool. Every year he does a prediction program on his program. You're doing pretty good in that, aren't you? Everybody but Pat and I are out. And you know what the deciding factor is? Pat and I both took Atlanta and the Dodgers for the NL. It all comes down to whether my Red Sox can beat the Astros. If my Red Sox beat the Astros, he can hand me the freaking money because I win. Huh. So it's all going to come down to the ALCS. Well, good for you. I'm not an Astros fan, but I think I'm buying a hat. Oh. Fuck you, Larry. (laughs) How was that retro hail there, Scotty? (laughs) Gotcha. You did. Mm -hmm. So, all right. That's all I got, man. It's baseball. You know me. I got nothing. True. Knock yourself out. Well, go Red Sox. (laughs) Good God. Enjoy. Well, looks like the smoke's coming down to the nub and the beer bottle's empty, so I think it's about that time. I want to thank our audience out there, and on behalf of Larry and Greg and our camera monkey, and the Harley that just went by. I was just about to say the Harley behind me. Thank you for listening. Check us out at Luma Cigar Cartel. Check us out on YouTube. Like and share us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Don't be a stranger. Let us know you're out there. I'm Scott Robinson, and on behalf of all of us here at Beyond the Humidor, we look forward to chatting with you on the next episode. But until then, good drink, good smoke, and good life.